Welcome to the Presentation Boss Podcast. I'm Kate Norris. I'm Thomas Craft. And we're here to help you plan, design, and deliver your best presentation. Bosses, welcome to episode... 63. ...of the Presentation Boss Podcast. <laughs> Today we're doing a speech breakdown, and I'm a little bit excited because this one is super short. It's like four and a half minutes. And it was actually recommended to us by our last guest, Tamsin Webster. She said this is a really great example of a talk. So um, I'm really excited to watch it. I've not watched it before. Have you watched it? I looked at it once, yes. You always watch them before. I I never do. I can't not watch a TED Talk (laughs) if someone recommends it. And Tamsin was like such a fan of the short, concise, complete TED Talk that I just had to watch it. All right. (laughs) So the reason that we play these TED Talks and do a breakdown on the podcast is because we know that one of the best ways to become a better presenter is to look at the multitude of talks that are available out there and to have a think critically about what works for them and the decisions they've made and what doesn't work for them that maybe we would never want to replicate ourselves. So we're going to play the talk and just pause at any point where we feel the need to comment. So let's get into it. This is Melissa Marshall at TED 2012 in Edinburgh, Scotland. And the title of the talk is Talk Nerdy to Me. Let's do it. Five years ago, I experienced a bit of what it must have been like to be Alice in Wonderland. Penn State asked me, a communications teacher, to teach a communications class for engineering students. And I was scared, (laughs) really scared, scared of these students with their big brains and their big books and their big unfamiliar words. But as these conversations unfolded, I experienced what Alice must have when she went down that rabbit hole and saw that door to a whole new world. That's just how I felt as I had those conversations with the students. I was amazed at the ideas that they, that they had, and I wanted others to experience this wonderland as well. And I believe the key to opening that door is great communication. Okay, what an introduction. What she's done beautifully here is given context. She's given some background of exactly what was happening in story form. And it's short and concise, so we're not even up to a minute yet, and we know exactly where she is. We know what's happening. Uh, a clever decision she made there that I really liked, it was this, how she described the engineers with their big brains, big books, and big words. I think it could have been very easy for somebody to say, like, engineers have all this extra language and it's really difficult to follow and it's complex. But she presented it in a way that was really positive. It was like, these are smart people and I wanted to understand them. Yeah. Yeah, good point. They're big books, they're big brains. Yeah, explained very positively to those people. Mm is great communication. We desperately need great communication from our scientists and engineers in order to change the world. Our scientists and engineers are the ones that are tackling our grandest challenges from energy to environment to healthcare among others. And if we don't know about it and understand it, then the work isn't done. And I believe it's our responsibility as non-scientists to have these interactions. But these great conversations can't occur if our scientists and engineers don't invite us in to see their wonderland. So scientists and engineers, please talk nerdy to us. I want to share a few keys on how you can do that to make sure that we can see that your science is sexy and that your engineering is engaging. All right, so we've got our context and now we've got our problem. 
And as you said, she's so positive. She is just beautiful. She is smiling and her energy is just so wonderful. And she's saying, this is the problem. We don't always hear the great ideas that scientists and engineers have, but we need to. They've got such wonderful ideas. They've got such great things to tell us. Yeah, that same theme of just positive. And I think this is a really great way to deliver feedback of make someone feel really valued before you actually deliver that feedback. Something she did here that I really liked was she said that uh, scientists and engineers are solving the big problems for the world and the job isn't complete until it's been communicated and it's up to all of us to be part of that conversation. And I just personally I'm on board with that and it's making this a problem for the whole audience. We're not making this a problem for these people need to communicate better. We're making it a problem that we need to solve together. It's so collaborative. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that your engineering is engaging. First question to answer for us, so what? Tell us why your science is relevant to us. Don't just tell me that you study trabeculae, but tell me that you study trabeculae, which is the mesh-like structure of our bones, because it's important to understanding and treating osteoporosis. And when you're describing your science, beware of jargon. Jargon is a barrier to our understanding of your ideas. Sure, you can say spatial and temporal, but why not just say space and time, which is so much more accessible to us. And making your ideas accessible is not the same as dumbing it down. Instead, as Einstein said, make everything as simple as possible, but no simpler. You can clearly communicate your science without compromising the ideas. A few things to consider are having examples, stories, and analogies. Those are ways to engage and excite us about your content. And when presenting your work, <laughs> drop the bullet points. Have you ever wondered why they're called bullet points? <laughs> what do bullets do? Bullets kill, and they will kill your presentation. A slide like this is not only boring, but it relies too much on the language area of our brain and causes us to become overwhelmed. Instead, this example slide by Genevieve Brown is much more effective. It's showing that the special structure of trabeculae are so strong that they actually inspired the unique design of the Eiffel Tower. And the trick here is to use a single readable sentence that the audience can key into if they get a bit lost, and then provide visuals which appeal to our other senses and create a deeper sense of understanding of what's being described. Okay, so what I've kind of felt in the last minute or two is there's a lot of information now being mm. thrown here. There's a lot mm. of points that she's giving and... It's very rapid fire. Yeah, I mean, this is my area. This is, you know, I've got a whole podcast dedicated to communication. <laughs> and I'm feeling just a little bit overwhelmed at the speed of information coming at me, I think. I was literally going to stop at the same time and, and basically say exactly that. And she has made an effort to put some pauses in, in between some of these mm. sentences and points. But it does feel rushed. I think it would have more impact and really just slow the whole rate of this presentation down. Even if she speaks at the same pace... But in between those points, have a pause that is literally two or three seconds long. Mm. Give us time to comprehend what you've just said. Yeah. And I want to add to this. She's got some uh, PowerPoint. She had a PowerPoint with a classic kind of list of bullet points. And then now she's got a PowerPoint with a couple of images. And, and they are good. Like she's explaining the difference between the two slides. Yep. And they are really powerful. And this has been really good. And I would have liked maybe this 
example or an example to be used for each of the points that she's given us, but the examples only come in in this point. I reckon this one's really good. Yeah, I think some good, solid, more explicit examples there would help. Mm. Oh my, we're already three quarters of the way through the speech. It's so quick. (laughs) Oh, well, we are too. (laughs) Which appeal to our other senses and create a deeper sense of understanding of what's being described. So I think these are just a few keys that can help the rest of us to open that door and see the wonderland that is science and engineering. And because the engineers that I've worked with have taught me uh, to become really in touch with my inner nerd, I want to summarize with an equation. Take your science, subtract your bullet points and your jargon, divide by relevance, meaning share what's relevant to the audience, and multiply it by the passion that you have for this incredible work that you're doing. And that is going to equal incredible interactions that are full of understanding. Oh, this is cool. She's got an equation up on her PowerPoint. Basically, as she said it, with like the parentheses, the plus, the minus, the... It's very difficult to explain, but it's beautiful. I really like this idea. She's put basically all of the ideas that she's just talked about into an equation. Like a mathematical <laughs> equation, yeah. yeah. It's novel, hey? Yeah, it looks really cool. I really like it. And that is going to equal incredible interactions that are full of understanding. And so scientists and engineers, when you've solved this equation, by all means, talk nerdy to me. Thank <laughs> you. Wow, and we're done. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> this feels, is indeed super quick and... Feels like we started just five minutes ago. <laughs> it does. I may be biased here because she's obviously talking about how to take technical type people and have them communicate their ideas and their brilliance. So, I mean, I, I of course, love it. And the points she talks about is stuff that we talk about. So it's just, it's really nice. And mm. I think overall it's delivered really well. I, I imagine if you were exactly her target market and trying to communicate your brilliance and you've got four minutes to spare you're going to pick up those three key points that she talked about which was the relevance to your audience removing jargon and bullets and then making your slides visual like there's three really easy tips that i mean i know they'll make a big difference to your presentation so i just it's just been very carefully crafted and structured and Mm. presented with as we mentioned like very clearly passion yeah, I really, really like it. Yep, I think she maybe needed to slow down in the middle a little bit. But other than that, I mean, this is just tight. It is beautifully structured. It is beautifully delivered. It's It's got the three. You know what? It's got the three. It's got the plan, the design, and the deliver. I think, <laughs> I think that's why we love it so much. It does. And I wrote down some of these notes. I mean, the plan, like I talked about, has those three points. Yep. The design, I wrote down that her PowerPoint was good. Yep. She had a Venn diagram there when she was talking about relevance between your world, our world, and the overlap. Like, I really liked that visual. And I'm, I'm sorry you can't see it, but there's a link in the show notes to go and watch this. It's only four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then her delivery, I wrote down specifically energy and facial expressions. Like, her facial expressions were super emotive. Probably, like, bordering on over the top, but they weren't. Do you just want to go up to her in the bar after this event and just talk to her? She feels so approachable. Yes, it's that. Definitely likable. You can see that, like, she's interested about this topic and she's going to tell us about it. Mm. There's an element of performance there, but she's just telling us about the thing. Yep. Love it. 
All right, so we got a bit excited here and kind of launched straight into what we saw. But um, the other question is, what's the one message that we pulled out? Um, I'll tell you mine. Yeah. Um, I think it was purely, if you would like your complex information to be understood, try these three things or do these three things. Yeah, it really was that. Maybe a variation yeah. on that, like the exact wording, because she doesn't explicitly state a message other than talk nerdy to me, but like, that's not the message. That's just, mm. yeah, I would agree with that, Kate. If you want to deliver your complex information, do these three things. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Well, thank you very much, Tams and Webster, for recommending Melissa Marshall at TED with Talk Nerdy to Me. I think we can agree we really liked that. Definitely. Yeah, we do like a good short TED talk. We hope you enjoyed it as well. Like I said, there's a link in the show notes or in the description below if you would like to go and have a watch of this TED Talk, see those couple of visuals and watch the energy of Melissa presenting. Otherwise, thank you very much for listening and we will be back in your ears next week with a guest interview. Thanks for listening to today's show. Head to presentationboss.com.au slash podcast where you'll find the show notes for this episode, all other episodes and other free resources. If you've seen a speech you'd like us to break down on the show, flick us the link at podcast at presentationboss.com.au. Most importantly, we rely on you to share the information in this podcast. If you found value in today's episode, please recommend us to a friend. Or we'd love for you to give us a review on iTunes. It helps more people find us. Have a great week. Turn the game down very slightly. We're pinging off the limiter was all. Because we get excited, Kate.